Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Vision is your preferred future, your destination. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. I'm so glad you could be with me. Uh, we're going to do a, a couple podcasts on what I'm going to call vision considerations. You know, vision is a big subject. You hear so much about it nowadays. I remember years ago in the ministry, going back 40 years, you very, really seldom heard teaching on vision, how important it was. Now in church circles, you know, you can't have a meeting or a conference or anything without talking about vision. And I I think that's great. I think it's appropriate. But, you know, sometimes when you talk about things a lot, (laughs) you don't define them much for whatever reason. And everybody leaves the room uh, with their own definition of something. And I, I'm a rather simplistic, what I call a straight line thinker. And I just ask questions like, what does that mean? What does that look like? And so I think one of the first huge mistakes people make is they just overcomplicate vision. They think the more complicated it is, the more cute it is, the more you know, spiffy it is, the better it is. And you know, almost the exact opposite is the truth. The more clear it is, the more obvious it is, the more able to grasp it is, the better chance you have of your vision coming to pass. And let me say this too. Uh, it is easier to increase a vision, to add octane to your vision, than it is to get somewhere and say, that vision didn't work, and now we got to shrink that vision. So I think one of the greatest mistakes people make is they overcomplicate vision, and then they think, you know, we just got to make this vision so big that we're trying to give it credibility. And I think it backfires. I think if we just take the little nucleus of vision and really work on that, make that attainable, make that plain, make that clear, then we're going to be uh, so much further down the road. Uh, when I first started in ministry, I started this little organization. Uh, I, don't, I don't even think we were incorporated or anything. I just had a flyer and it was called Jesus Outreach International. Now, where in the world did I come up with that? I mean, I heard I had preached five or six times in my life, probably, and I had an international ministry all of a sudden. <laughs> we were going into prisons and jails and things like that. I didn't need anything international, but that's what everybody did, so that's what I did. I thought, you know, the bigger, the better. <laughs> and if somebody would have, you know, stuck something to my head and say, okay, tell me what the international part of this vision is, I couldn't have told you to save my life. So that's the point I'm trying to make. Just making something more grandiose, more flowery is not vision. And honestly, I think it clouds vision. I think it blocks vision. And I think it does confuse any vision that you might have. So let's talk about visions, vision considerations. And I would call this first podcast identifying the core value. And we'll come back to that terminology, identifying the core value. Uh, Intimidating folks with vision is not the way to get them to be impressed with the vision. Uh, Making it clear to folks is the way you're going to get more people involved and you involved in your vision. So let's just give a real simple definition of vision. Let's just start there. 
Okay, when we're gonna we're gonna eventually talk about identifying core value. Vision is your preferred future. This is where I want to end up. It's destination. Okay, I'm on a ship. Which island am I going to? That's my destination. That's my vision. Okay, it's the finish line. What does it look like? Uh, let me give you some simple illustrations. So a few years ago, we built a house. Penny had a very clear idea what she wanted as far as the flow of the main floor of that house. It's a ranch house, and and she had a very clear, she saw a kitchen that she liked, and she wanted that kitchen. And so we were going to build that house around that kitchen, basically, because that was the core value. That's what she wanted. Easy flow, you know, one big room. You know, and I know that's real popular, but but that still comes in a thousand shades, Okay. So we built around that core value. That was the core value of what we did. So when you're doing vision, like what is the focal point? What is the touch point of that? What does it look like finished? Let me give you, uh, I, I think, a real easy one to wrap your head around, and that would be this. Financial matters are easy to teach about when it comes to vision because they're so concrete. It's like you can measure them. So let's say you have a vision of being debt-free, okay? Now, immediately, what a lot of people do is they get a budget book and they get a bean counter and they start squeezing George and Abraham to death and trying to get as much out of them as they can. And that's a good strategy, but that's not a vision, okay? What is the vision? We used to do a get-out-of-debt club when I was a pastor, and we had so much fun with this, and we saw... Family after family really get a vision for what being debt-free was. Now, a vision is not what you don't want to do. Like, I don't want to get in more debt. I mean, that's part of it. So I would start the session like this. Uh, how many of you would like to write a $10,000 check to the new building fund? How many of you would like to write a $10,000 check to our new missions endeavor? How many of you would like to write a $10,000 check to help a single mother? Now, notice I hit three different values that are all good. Building fund was good. Mission fund was good. Helping a single mother was good. See, what I was doing was I was identifying a value, a particular value, like that makes me, if I'm in debt and I want to do one of those things, that's the finish line for me. So when I'm not stopping in the morning to get my $5 cup of coffee or whatever it is, and I'm sacrificing that, you know, uh, I'm thinking of something down the road. I'm thinking of what that looks like. That's identifying a core value. Just Wanting the bill collector not to call, that's valid, and, and that would take a lot of pressure off folks. I'm sure I, I've worked with people in those situations. But having a preferable future, having a real core value of what I want to do with this, having that picture of one day being able to write that check, I'm telling you, that inspired people, and we would go back to that all the time. You know, every week when we met, we would say, okay, how much closer are you? You know, every time they eliminated a dollar of debt and however long that took, let's say, let's just say hypothetically, it took them a week uh, to eliminate a dollar's worth of debt. And I would just say, okay, now you're a week closer. You're a week closer to that vision. See, one of the greatest things about vision, honestly, 
if you're if you're clear on the vision, what the finish line is, it enables you to measure: Am I doing this? Is this working? I've seen a lot of people that have had vision, and they're you know, and I'm not even saying the vision was valid or invalid, but they literally had no metric to measure that. How are you accomplishing this? So it needs to be clear, and I think it needs to be built personally off of a core value, off a desired end, okay? And those are important things. How about this one? Here's a real easy one. Everybody wants to have a friendly church. I mean, church visions vary to some degrees, and I could get on a hobby horse and I'll probably do this. I mean, there is one vision for the church. It's Jesus' church. How we express it and live it is, you know, based on our gifts and our location and our talents and all those things. But, I mean, let's not try to have a a vision more complicated than Jesus had, okay? So let's be clear there. So let's just start on friendly church. I've never gone to church and I said, what's your vision? They said, oh, we want to be unfriendly. I've never gone to a business. You know, I've worked with a lot of business people. I've never gone to a business, oh, yeah, we want to be unfriendly. Okay, we want to be friendly. Yay, let's be friendly. Let's, yay, we're friendly. But I know a lot of friendly churches. As a matter of fact, I've had pastors say to me in frustration, you know, everybody says our church is so friendly, but we're not growing. So they accomplished a goal, but not a vision. In other words, why are we friendly? So let's define that. The core values may be a little different. I actually put some thought into this as I was writing these notes. Actually, I do put thought into things more than once that may surprise you. But I was just pondering like the obvious, like why do we want to be friendly? I thought about it both in the business sense and in the church sense, because I thought if if my answer is accurate, there should be some correlation. And so here's what I came up with. I don't know if this will help you or not. I want to, and in my relationship, so I want to be so friendly with somebody. I want them to be at ease with me so we can talk about anything. How's that? The end goal of being friendly is not just people feeling welcome, but helping them feel welcome. So if they say, why does your church believe in speaking in tongues? Why does your church believe in putting people completely underwater as a way to baptism? Why does your church believe that God only made men and women and there's only two genders? I mean, let's get out there, okay? So that would be a manifestation of friendliness, hospitality, being welcome in my book. And I thought, does that translate into business? Absolutely. If I'm a friendly business, if a guy has a problem with my service or my product, then he can ask me a question about that. He can he can approach one of the employees and say, how does this work? Or why didn't you show up on time? Or, you know, whatever it is that you do. So I think identifying that core value and then just saying, oh, not are we friendly when we meet them at the door, but is there a posture in our church where people can ask questions? Ha-ha. Now, here's the other side of that. Now, this, this is worth listening to today. If you have a culture that can ask questions, that also means the next step of that is you'll have a culture where people can give you ideas. You know, I get upset when people say, I know this might be a stupid idea. What they're doing is they're insulated, they're protecting themselves from being rejected. No, I mean, you know, hey, let's let's hear it. And, and if you have that culture... Okay, if you have that as a core, if that is part of your vision is to be friendly, then people should be asking questions and people should be having ideas. And I'm just throwing that out there to you. 
I'm trying to get you the idea that vision has a measurement. And one of the best things you can do is identify your core value. Now, I'm going to leave you with this. You have got to be the person that owns that core value. You've got to own it. You've got to leak it. You've got to feed it. You've got to give it. You've got to share it. So the first vision consideration is identifying your core value. Hey, this is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. And having you lead like Jesus wants you to lead is my core value. That's why I'm doing this. So share this with somebody. Blessings. The clearer you make your vision, the more obvious it is, the easier it is to grasp, the better chance you have of your vision coming to pass. It is easier to increase a vision than it is to get somewhere and have to shrink that vision. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.